You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. How are you with the old needle and thread? I'm embarrassed to say that I am completely hopeless. I still get my mum to mend my clothes, even when it's a tiny little hole in a stocking. Speaking of my mum, she's a whiz at sewing. She made clothes for us when we were kids, and she still gets the machine out to sew for her grandchildren. So where has the art of sewing gone? Are we all just too busy or, like me, unskilled? Trixie Simmons is the founder of Sew a Softie, and she's working to revive this particular craft. Hi, Trixie. How are you? Good, Siobhan. How are you? Good, thank you. Look, let's start with your background. How did you become, I'm going to call you, a sewing genius? Sounds good to me. (laughs) Have you always loved sewing? I've always been very crafty. Sewing really didn't um, feature that much in my early childhood. I was, you know, into toilet paper rolls and matchboxes and colouring in. Um, I started teaching craft after school craft classes, and at that time I only did a little bit of sewing. It was just once when a friend of mine showed me a quilt she was making. I fell in love with quilting, and then my after school craft classes became sewing classes. Now, you have written a book that is called, I'm just going to grab it here, Sew Together, Grow Together, Sewing Projects for Parents and Children. Why do you see this as an activity that brings people together? I think um, it's really lovely when kids and parents and kids do activities together. It's it's something that really lends itself to um, a family. It's nice when families get together and do things. I've always loved, you know, doing things with my kids. And if kids see you doing something, they want to do it too. It's not like that's for kids and that's for adults. It's something you need to get to, to, to do together. And it also just brings families together and creates bonds with people. And I think that's, that's really important, especially when your kids are young, to create the bonds. They've got to know that, you know, you're there for them. And it's just doing something simple together. I love that you say it's simple because I'm slightly terrified of sewing. <laughs> A little bit like I'm slightly terrified of cooking, Uh, but I cook more than I sew. In regards to, you've brought some beautiful little softies, as you call them, into the studio. They do look simple, but they're also delightful. They look professionally made. So tell us about the kinds of sewing that you teach on your website. The reason I just started Sew a Softie was that I would be teaching the kids and their mums would come to me all the time and say, look, I wish I could sew on a button. I can't sew. I want to enjoy this with my kids. So that was the reason I wrote at first the book. I thought, I've got to teach the mums how to sew because if the mums can't sew, they're not going to teach the kids. And I could see how how good it was for kids to sew. They would you know, end the lesson and they would be just so like proud of themselves and so happy. They couldn't wait to show their mums and dads what they'd made, but they couldn't do it at home with their mums. So I thought, okay, I'd write the book. And I wrote the book and to help to teach mums how to do simple sewing with their kids. But then I realised it probably wasn't simple enough still that there were these mums who were actually like terrified of needles and threads. And people would say to me, I've had this horrible experience in school, you know, where their home ec teacher <laughs> yes. or their, they were traumatised yes. by sewing. And so the thought of sewing was was just something they couldn't comprehend. They went nauseous to think of it. So <laughs> I started the Sew a Softie event and I tried to simplify my softies and that they would start with just two pieces of felt and all the kids had to do was sew a square 
line, square line of stitching, and from that they could make a simple softy. There was no like arms to fit in, no legs to fit in, no bits and pieces. The square, and it probably just probably can't quite get what I mean, but once they'd sewn a square and stuffed it, they could cut out arms and legs from around the softy, and it was just a really simple way of hopefully getting mums to sew. And the whole idea of sew a softy was for me. If I taught the mums to sew, the kids could sew, and I wanted to teach kids all over the world. So I started the Sew a Softy events just to get mums and kids all over the world sewing. So that was my whole aim. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Trixie Simmons. She's the founder of Sew a Softy, and we're just talking about my general phobia of sewing and how other parents can feel the same way. And Trixie just mentioned Sew a Softy is a website, but it's also an event, and it's a worldwide event that's aiming to get parents and kids sewing together. How do you create an event like that? Is it through sort of YouTube tutorials, that sort of thing? It was actually quite strange the way it's started um I always had this I wanted to teach everybody to sew all the mums and kids and it was really hard to sort of work out how do I start this and it was just a sort of I think it's sort of fate I, I subscribed to a magazine called Uppercase and she had this calendar that she was printing the following year and asked people if they just wanted to put a little you know drawing on one of the days that um they could do that so I asked my daughter if she could just do a little graphic for me of sew a softy and if it got into the calendar I would do my sew a softy day and uppercase printed it on July the 16th last year and I thought okay this is my incentive this is my push so I started working on sew a softy and originally the idea was one day a year when people would get together and just sew a softy and teach their friends how to sew a softy I wanted it to be a very sort of communal thing that if your neighbour could sew or your friend could sew, that they would teach each other. But it became quite big and it went from that one day to two weeks last year. And this year it's actually a month. So for the whole month of July, every day there's going to be a different softy tutorial posted online by different bloggers around the world. I also have kid ambassadors this year. So I've got 15 kid ambassadors from... 10 different countries who will be hosting sew a softy parties in their own countries and teaching friends how to sew. That's it just, crazy. It was. It? <laughs> it's like one year and I think, think to myself, last year I, the idea just came into my mind to do sew a softy and all of a sudden this year it's like a whole month of tutorials, all these kids teaching friends how to sew in 10 different countries and I think, wow, how did that happen? It was just like this one little event that happened and now just it's blossomed. Off. So, yeah. I've looked at your website and you have all these, like you say, you've got the kid ambassadors, you've got sewing happening all over the world. Underneath it all is this idea of parents and children coming together. But there's a lot of altruism that's come out of Sew a Softy, hasn't, isn't it? I mean, in terms of um, people getting together and sewing these beautiful little toys for other people. Yeah. It's actually I had a, a uh, group of girl guides who came to my um on my website the mum was there last year she actually told me that when she joined the group that her daughter had actually thanked her for joining the group that this was the first time they'd sewed together and the daughter was thrilled and then the mum who was a, a girl scout leader in the u.s somewhere did it with her her girl scout groups they cooked some meals and sewed softies for a homeless shelter nearby and it was just it's really just amazing the people i've met i've met through so with softy it's just been amazing, has been amazing, and the stories they tell me, and it's just, like you say, communities getting together and families getting together, and it's just, 
it's really been um, pretty amazing for me to see. It's just like, wow, I can't believe this is actually happening. So it's uh, It's such a great idea. And listen, um, I can't let you go without actually speaking about the softies that you've brought in because you did say to me as you pulled them out that they each have their own little personalities. Are these your designs? Yeah, I design all the softies actually with my husband. I've got two daughters who are also graphic designers and illustrators, so we sort of think of an idea and my husband usually draws it up and I would tell him no not quite right we need this I practice sewing them and they all just actually come to life you sort of look at them and you sort of think oh this this one just looks like a Rhonda and you know she's got her own <laughs> little bag and I've got this other little softie Raul who's always got a little scowl on his face who's you know a bit of a grumpy sort of softie sometimes but they all yeah they all have their own personalities we all I design them you know with my husband you know sew them make them a few times if they go wrong but yeah all, all our own designs well it's it's beautiful, Trixie, and I think it's a fantastic idea, especially in time for the July school holidays. Yes, perfect. It's perfect. So we'll make sure we pop a link up to Sew a Softy website. Thank you so much for coming in. My pleasure. Thanks, Juan. That's Trixie Simmons. She's the founder of Sew a Softy, and you can find tutorials and all kinds of information on her website. As I mentioned, we'll pop the link up on ours. Just head to kindling.com.au. Look for this story in Kindling Conversation for more information. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.